This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. I am joined outside of Craven Cottage with Steve Lidyard and also Steve Reynolds, who came in from Spain and, of course, his lovely wife on the side. I call her St. Emma. They're up for this match, and I'm so I'm glad that they had a chance to see this match. But And then, of course, we're going to get a little view of Emma there. But Steve and Steve, Fulham hold on for a 2-1 to victory. It was much more nervy than I thought it was going to be. I thought... Once they scored the second, they might get the third or the fourth. Credit to Peterborough. But, Steve Liddy, I'll go to you first. Just give me your opening thoughts on what you watched. Um, controlled the game for the complete 90 minutes um, until, well, really until Peterborough walking around until they scored. Um, following another another excellent save by their keeper who, had to get, who has to get a man of the match for them especially. He was very good. He was very good. Yeah, up until that point that we were cruising, they were pedestrian. And then suddenly they sprang into life on the counter, got a goal. And I was just like, okay, we could, we might not hang on here. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I think um, generally I thought we were in complete control. Um, we had a, I think at the beginning we were a bit iffy. And I think we had a couple of bare patches in the second half. But generally I don't think the scoreline reflects it. Uh, okay. We could have quite easily done a three, four, maybe even five. Their goalkeeper was outstanding. He was. He was. He was. He was, Steve. Very good. Mr. Lidyard, before we talk about anything else, really get into this match, I have to tell you that Gentleman Jim and Jamie were really impressed by the ref. So as you being a ref, I have to ask, do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, the, I think the only thing you got wrong all night was that extremely debatable throwing in the first half that was quite obviously the other way. Right. And he gave it to the attacking team and he, he clearly wasn't sure. And I thought, well, you go with the defensive team, fully expecting that. And he went attacking throw. But if that's all we're complaining about tonight and nothing come of it, then I'd say he was, um, he was pretty decent in his job tonight. Well, it's pretty windy there, huh, guys? 
Freezing. Okay, it's not Spain because Steve came all the way from Spain. All right, guys, I won't keep you too long. We'll, we'll make this quick, but let me get your thoughts, both of you, on the starting eleven. Steve, with your first, your thoughts on the starting eleven. Um, I was pretty disappointed not to see Harry Wilson starting tonight. Okay, um, it proved when he came on that. Uh, let's be honest, he was having having it for dinner. Oh, absolutely. It looked silly. Um, so, yeah, I think it's disappointing not to see him start. Um, but, again, he came on, done the business when he came on, um, showed what it was all about. But um, I think we maybe have been a little bit more out of sight at he, at he started the game um, and then brought him off. But, again, maybe he is a bit fatigued and we just don't realise it because um, okay. he has the odds. Okay. Yeah, I think How I'd about go. you, Steve? Um, I'm not... I'm still... I still cannot understand this fascination with Cavalier, right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's obviously something that Marco... You and I have talked about this. We've talked well, about yeah, it. Well, I, yeah. I mean, no disrespect to him, but um, he didn't... Uh, he, did, he was not that good, even okay. when he did come on. Uh, so, apart from that, I think it was a good, solid, all-round team performance. Okay, excellent. Good stuff there, Steve. All right, Steve Lydiard. Since you are our expert, since you are a ref, let's talk a little bit about the goal. First goal in the penalty for full. Stonewall. I think we I think we all gave it up at the uh, up in the um Johnny Ain Johnny Ains stand right up the other end of the pitch. It was quite it was quite obvious from up there. Um and the referee was you looked straight at the referee and he's kind of right. taken two steps casually forward, pointed to the spot, obviously with the whistle. It was like, it was the decision he's going to make all night. But um, good touch as well to sort of uh, get the ball down, you know, to draw the foul. So, um, okay. had it been a had it been a worse touch, I don't think we'd be talking here with a penalty. Um, <laughs> but it, it was that good that it just, yeah. it just yeah. sold him, it was, didn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No dispute. No disputing. Okay, guys, overall, just give me your analysis of the first half because full men the half only up 1-0. So, Steve Reynolds, first to you. What did uh, you make of the first half besides, obviously, the goal? Yeah, I think I think we started. We didn't come out of the traps um, particularly well. But I think, uh, like most games, you, you we grew into it. And I think we grounded out. We got oh. the penalty, to be honest, at a good time. Uh, because up to then, we've been... I thought we'd been a bit in and out. Okay. But that's about, you know, but good all-round performance. Okay. Steve, what are your thoughts on the first half? Um, quite, yeah, quite, quite laid back, quite easy. Could have been a couple up. Um, still, I think Peter Brissett there stall out straight away to just kind of stay quite compact. Okay. Um, they grew into the game a bit in the second half. Um, and I think we were guilty uh, of really, excuse the pun, but we were only going to really toss in point or points away, you know, because I, I thought tossing was a little bit edgy tonight. Well, um, we saw that at the end. Yeah, and in I the first Reem half as well. Excellent. I thought Reem had a really, very good, solid yeah, game today. He did, yeah. He, not, was, he really controlled it. Not bad for a pensioner, was he? He no. was pretty good. <laughs> he was pretty good. He's almost as young as me. Don't show him this, will you? <laughs> okay. Okay, good stuff, guys. All right, so let's transition to the second half, and I think the two of you will agree that Peterborough actually came out strong. You know, it's funny because, again, watching the broadcast, the guys, including Sean Davis, they thought that they were going to come out with the same approach in the second half and just wait their time 
but they didn't. They actually came out and they started to play some football in the second half. So I'll go to you first, Steve Reynolds. Were you surprised with the approach? You know, um, eventually they were going to come out, but they came out right from the beginning of the second half. I, th- I think you could see um, uh, from the end of the first half uh, that things were going. Um, I think also the fact that um, at the end of the day, we, we just we were slow coming out. We were slow coming out, yeah. and they took full advantage. Also, the fact they uh, also were out about three minutes, four minutes before. Yep. So, you know, um, so we're not too sure. But they, they played well. They played well. Okay, they did. Listen, they have nothing to be uh, embarrassed about. I thought they actually played fairly well. And, Steve, we over to you because, again, like I said, I was just waiting for that second goal. I thought they needed that second goal. And this second goal... Obviously, Mitro scores, but it's about the other players. And hopefully, you guys got a good view of this. It's Niskins, but there's more to it than that. So, give me your thoughts on Fulham's second goal. Um, so I actually missed the turn in the middle of the park. Did you really? The actual stand, bit, the stanchion was actually blocking the view. <laughs> um, but, but from what I understand, it, great run it, from Fabio. Great run a, from Fabio. North in the middle of the park. <laughs> And a good bit of skill. So I'm going to have to uh, hands up. I didn't actually see all of the skill because okay. I, blocked. I was blocked by the, the one <laughs> in front of me. Um, but yeah, from what I understood, it was a little bit naughty. But we'll blame um, Emilio for that, obviously. We're going to, yeah, we're going to. You're going to blame Emilio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, for, for sort of getting those seats <laughs> exactly. there and we had to get there. Okay. Um, but I don't, Russ, going back to Peter in the second half, I yeah. don't know. If they started any better, I, I actually thought we just took our foot off the gas a bit. Okay. So I, I don't necessarily think they came out and played much better. That's just a caveat to that. I just oh. I just see, thought, oh, we'll grow into it again. And maybe they did just sort of think, oh, we've got a little something here. But yeah, I thought it was us, really. They just didn't start start second half, really. Well, it's interesting that you say that. And I'll, I'll uh, bring you into this, Steve Reynolds, because Sean Davis must have said this at least six times, maybe even more during the match. He was complaining about, not really complaining, but just pointing out that the way that Peterborough were set up, that Fulham just needed to move the ball quicker, and they were being too deliberate. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, th- I think I think when the goal came, it seemed to settle the side down a lot more. Um, we seemed to we seemed to push on, and to be honest, it could have been three, four, right, uh, but. I think I just settled us down a little bit, and that took. It's the usual thing with Fulham. You get the initial goal, but that second goal is always important. Absolutely, Steve. And I Absolutely. think that's when we started. We come a bit more creative. We did. We did. You know, and more individual skills. Uh, Fabio had a couple of lovely little turns, and uh, as Steve says, when Wilson come on. It just gave us that speed, that width. Um, it just, we seem more comfortable, I think, right. especially describing it. Okay. And I'm going to talk about, and I want to get your thoughts on all the opportunities that they had after they went up 2-0. But I have to go to the ref of the two of Steve's. And I have to be honest here, Steve, because I watched this live. And I have to tell you, I think Harry Wilson, I think he, he dived here. I'm sorry. I'll call out our own players. He went down very easy. He went down very easy. Um, 
Yeah, so so if we're on about the one where he, he did he did put a little salmon dive in, however, the player did have the back of his shirt. And we could clearly see it from when the ball came in. But he was looking for it. He was never going to get on the end of it. Um, so so not a penalty for me. But to okay. say that, I think is a little harsh. A little harsh. He maybe made the most of it and he did put a little... He did. Little in, he, but the guys had a handful of his shirt and played a risky game. Uh, <sighs> okay. Listen, I just want to call it like I see it when yeah. I... When I was I, never... No, I wouldn't have given a penalty. No, it was, ne- it was never a penalty. That was that was my point. But he he was looking a- for it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe calling a dive is a little bit extreme on me, and people yeah. can call me out on that. But that wasn't a penalty, Steve. That's That no. was the point that I was no. going to make. Okay, so back over to you, Steve Reynolds. So let's talk about all these opportunities. Mitro. Mitro had several opportunities to get the third. It wasn't just him. It was Fabio. It was Harry Wilson. So I think what it- were you thinking? Was this more about the goalkeeper? Um, the goalkeeper had an excellent game. No two ways about it. Um, could we have done better? I'm not so sure. I think we might be. We could be a bit, uh, a little bit self-critical if you start going down that route. I think a lot has to be given to the goalkeeper. He was very, very good. Yep. Okay. I just want to mention the comment from Emilio. Two fake Fulham shadows. That's what he's calling the two of you. <laughs> yeah, well, we want, we want our money back to the seats. <laughs> That's pretty funny, guys. That's actually pretty funny. Okay, so Fulham are up 2-0. It's near the end of the match. And, Steve, with you, you know, you and I were already talking about this. So Fulham actually had a great opportunity to score. And credit to Peterborough, they came straight back. But I thought this was on Tosin, Steve Lidyard, because uh, the player got by him and then Jack Marriott puts the ball in in the corner and the corner of the net and top corner. And it was actually a great goal. So do you guys get a good view of this? And how were you feeling when Peterborough scored here? Cause I didn't think that they would score twice, but they scored I, this goal and made it a nervy end. I, it comes from nowhere to be honest. Um, I thought we were on top. Um, it was, it was typical Fulham. You know, I, <laughs> What, four minutes left, something like that, yeah. and it was squeaky yeah. time as usual. Um, but um, I still think we're uh, by far the better team. Okay, I'm betting myself. Oh, well, I'm not yeah, I, w- I was cussing Russ and everything, but that wasn't that bad. I wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay, okay. I have seen Emma there. Be careful, Steve Lidger. Okay, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was worried, as was probably all of us when he went to two one. I thought, okay. Surely not. This is full of full of all over. But but we hung on, and I guess that's a sign of that's a sign of well of a good we team. Yeah. Hopefully, Fulham will be champions, Steve. We we shall see. And but let's finish up. Coming up next, we're going to talk about man of the match. I'm curious what the Steves think about man of the match. And if you're watching live, feel free to share who was your man of the match. Okay, since Steve Reynolds is visiting, we got to go to Steve Reynolds first, Steve. Who was your man of the match? Yeah, cheers, mate. Um, Do you want to be a uh, name? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Russ. I'm actually going to give it to Tim Ream. Wow. Okay. I thought Ream had a very solid game. And it's a bit like when you watch it on TV, you don't yep. see all the extra work they put in. And I thought Ream was very, very good tonight. Okay. So you're going with Tim Ream. I'm going to go, Steve yeah. Lydia? 
Who are you uh, going Nate with? Williams. You know, we really haven't even talked about him. Steve. Really? He was absolutely naughty all game. Uh, okay. Footwork was, footwork was Premier League level quite easily. Um, well, left back, right back. Um, yeah, it was a left back one point. He went past about three players to bring the ball yeah, out. Did, yeah. uh, right yep. back, he'd done exactly the same as well in the second half. Wilson's like... impressive when he come on. Yep. Wilson's impressive. Uh, I thought Fabio. Also. Second half. Second yeah, half. Second Fabio in the second half, not in the first half, guys. No, I didn't no. think he was that good in the first half. Walk about again. But the second half, yeah, he was really good. Okay. All right. Russ, can I'm I chuck something in here? What was that? Can I chuck something in for you guys and the Fulham fans. I was chatting about this on the way up. So on on the Cavs situation, we we're all open to the fact that he'll probably go. But here's a, let's just say we got promoted tomorrow. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised to see the next day Cavs sign a new deal. Really? So, so while he still hasn't signed for anybody else, right? There's still that opportunity. There is that opportunity. That's actually a very good point. Let me ask you this again: We're talking about Fabio Carvalho and obviously Nico Williams. Would you try to make a deal with Liverpool to involve both? Meaning, not really a, a quote-unquote swap, but Kind of, you know, and again, benefits both sides. You, you get a deal with Fabio done, but Fulham get Nico Williams done. Yeah, Steve, oh, right here, what do you what do you guys think? Um, I mean, we've got, we've got I think it's twelve million for Wilson at the end of the season. We've got to crop right. up. So, yeah, I, I'd uh, I'd probably go for that. To be honest. Um, We've got some great talent in the under-23s. Yep. Um, so, I think what we've got to do, we've got to try and sign them up. Okay. Get them on the contract. Um, that's where we're losing. Okay. Excellent stuff. All right. I'm going to share some man of the match from the phone supporters. we got Mitro from Mats. Let's see what else we have. We have uh, James Baldwin comes in with Sari. I know uh, Emilio has some... Some discussions about sorry, Dave Cronus with Mitro just for breaking his record. <laughs> Emilio Danello says, important to get back on track tonight. Less about the performance. Emilio, I actually agree with you on that. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Garadis has played well. So we got definitely got some some sorry. Emilio chimes in again. What about sorry? Back to his best. Yeah. And uh okay, so this is a friend of mine, just so you know, he's a Patriots fan. Chris, lay off the Fabio to Liverpool stuff, okay? He happens to be a Liverpool supporter, but he he watches all of my videos, so thank you, Chris. I don't want to hear about Fabio to Liverpool. I think there's more chance of him going to Dortmund. Yes. <laughs> and let's see what else we got. We got Wayne Waldman says Fabio, man of the match. And... I mean, one final note, Russ, before we go. Yep. Just quick, get well soon, Emilio. Yes. Um... I know how peed off he was not being here tonight okay okay so i hope emilio doesn't mind us mentioning this but emilio wanted to be there to obviously meet steve reynolds and saint emma who were coming in from spain they're saying emma and but he, again unfortunately emilio is uh dealing with covid so let's just hope emilio has a very quick speedy recovery and the fake shadows though Emilio, if you're watching, I think they did a very nice job. So I just want to mention... We're younger. I'm better looking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. And 
I'm going to share my man of the match. That you my man of the match is saying Emma for coming all over to see her first match. So, so Emma, you're my man of the match. Oh, oh my God. Shut up, Golden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I just want to share this as well from uh, Emilio. Great job. Fake shadows. Cheers, so. mate. Cheers. Get real soon, mate. Yeah, Russ, yes. this is everyone before you go. Okay, and th- there's okay. a nice shot of, of the uh, cottage, so thank you for sharing that. All right, guys, it's freezing there. we got to wrap this up. So for Steve Lidyard and Steve Reynolds, better known as the Fake Shadows, I'm Russ Goldberg, <laughs> as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.